Girl, you got some tea? Girl with the honey and the sugar. Nah, we gonna need some wine for this one. Well, wine me, please. Hey, 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 y'all. We are back. And guess what? It's the day before Thanksgiving. I'm ready to eat. Definitely ready to eat. I'm going to have my um, stretch pants on so I can get fat and be happy about it. But before we dive into that, it's your fave. It's your duo. It's Shaniqua. And it's your girl, Dominique. And we are here to slay these airways. Ow. Per usual. So... I'm back again with the wine this week. We switching things up a little bit for y'all. Because Shanique was doing the wines, y'all. Just a little bit. Because you know, I love me a little wine, okay? So, okay, yes, this is from Cooper's Talk again. I'm sorry, but Hey, well, I'm you got a membership. Sorry. You better go ahead. Right, because those bottles, when you don't have time to make it to the uh, restaurant, they be just sitting there. I be collecting bottles, okay? So, this um, wine of the night is called Grateful grateful from cooper's hog i chose the white blend it comes in two so you have the red blend and you have the white one i chose the white one because it's, it's just a tad bit sweeter they're not like really sweet wines they're like on the semi-sweet semi-dry side the red is just a little bit more drier than the white so if you like a little bit more sweetness i definitely definitely would suggest do the white blend and i would definitely be popping this bottle open once again tomorrow at thanksgiving I'm just saying. Are you going to mix it with some vodka or some other stuff like your other wines? Like no. <laughs> no, this one. No, y'all. Just drink this one for what it is. Just as a wine by itself, nice and chilled, and you're good to go. But I got it because I really, I was drawn to it because the bottle literally says grateful. That's the name of the wine, grateful. And when we think about our holiday season and Thanksgiving, you're always, who don't sit at the table talking about what they're grateful about, exactly. right? Exactly. And so, that's what we're going to start this episode about, y'all. What are we grateful for? You, girl. I know, because I'm the shit. Just oh kidding. Ain't that, that's the most narcissist <laughs> shit ever. I'm not a narcissist, I promise. Um, but thank you. Thank you. I'm really not. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but, great. okay, let's start with Dominique. Since she already said one of the things she's grateful for, this is me. What else, girl? Yeah, I know she didn't say me back right, y'all, but it's okay. It's okay. It ain't my turn yet. I'm just playing. <laughs> Um, let's see, what are, what are all the things that I'm grateful for? There's so many. It can be really, really hard to just pick one. I, 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 and I hate Girl, picking pick the, multiple. Right, I hate picking the usual things. Of course, I'm grateful for life. I'm grateful for family. I'm grateful for my husband. I'm grateful for career. But is she, though? I'm really just grateful for every day having a new opportunity to be better than I was the day before. That part. So I think that's I think that's what I'm just having having the opportunity having the insight, you know, of myself to know that I can be better. I have resources to be better than I was the day before, and I want to be better than what I was the day before. So I think that's what I am most grateful for. And it could seem very simple, but a lot of people think that the best they have right now is the best it's gonna get. Right. So just being grateful for knowing that no, there's more out there for me is what I'm grateful for. Okay. That's 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 all that's what I wanna name right now. I may name some other stuff later. (laughs) She said later, so be on the lookout, y'all. Be on the lookout y'all. What about you girl? 
I'm grateful for everything, right? Because she done had a lit year. I have. 2021 has been a year of so many accomplishments. Um... And I, I'm look. I'm I'm grateful for being here another day. As you know, uh, first give it on to God who's ahead of my life. Hello, who has let me see another day in this life. Okay, um, but I'm just honestly grateful for the growth that I've had um, because this has been such an event for year. My 30th birthday was early this year, y'all. That was lit. Um, I bought a house this year with my husband. I got married this year, and through all of that, through. There were so many trials and tribulations that was like just coming and coming. But for the most part, like I just remained as humble as possible. Like I tackled it, whether it was by myself or with my team. And when I say team, I mean mostly like my bridal party. (laughs) So it was like just being able to like just grow in that space and grow unapologetically. Amen. Like I look at life, certain things so much different. Like. I got a house, y'all. A whole house. I like being in my house. She got a mini mansion. The outside look like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> but I love being in my house. Like I've reached that point in life where it's like I could just go home, bro. Like I don't need to go out. I can just go to my what house. What are you going out for? Like how long we finna be here? I'm ready to go home. Like let's go. And it's like, and it makes you just appreciate the peace. In your mm-hmm. home, like the peace, the silence, like when you really sit back and think about, okay, I was living with this part. Y'all know I was living with my mama at first. I was living with my mama. It's peace, but it ain't peace because you're still just. It's not your own. Peace. Right. It's not your own. Like you still got to oblige by someone else's rules, regulations, mm-hmm. what they want, all that other stuff. Well, I come home, y'all. I be like, look, if it's I don't want to fucking clean, I ain't cleaning shit. If I'm going to let these dishes sit in the sink, I'm going to let them sit in the sink. If I'm using my motherfucking dishwasher, I'm using my dishwasher. If she going to walk around butt booty naked. Because that's what I do. She going to walk around butt booty naked. Absolutely. But those are just some of the things I'm grateful for. It's just like, it gives you just like another appreciation of life. Yeah. Seriously. Like when you just really are, when you're able to like just go out on your own and like really sit in it and let it and soak in it right yeah. and let it just be free and be you it's super dope i really enjoy it. i i have but what i ain't grateful for let's talk about that lord have mercy it's the problems that comes after you turn fucking 30 okay yeah, when you turn 30 it's like your body be like i'm out bro I didn't have so many back problems. Friends. I didn't think to urge you. Can't like, excuse me. Why well, my back hurt? <laughs> Give me some medicine. My knees be doing weird shit. My knees doing weird shit. My knees trying to give out. Hold on. I've been having Meg the Stein knees all my life. Now they trying to be acting funny Now her knees bob the builder. Exactly. Like, get mm-hmm. it together. Like, what? What? No, so you know this whole life after thirty. That should be a fucking TV show. It should, and I want to be the star in it. Life after thirty. Look him and how it takes a turn on your body. <laughs> life after thirty and how you feeling some type of way, thinking some type of way, all type of stuff, y'all. Like you can think about when you turn. At least I know for me, I can say that for you because you lit, but. For some people, when you turn 30, you look at your life and you be like, 
ain't I need to hide this, I need to hide that. Like mm-hmm. the pressures of society when you turn a certain age, you know. And and once you get thirty, you you sometimes you feel like, wait a minute, I still have so much more that I need to do, so much mm-hmm. more that I need to accomplish. And but society is looking at you like, damn, you should have already accomplished that shit. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. even realizing all the barriers and all the walls you had to break down to even get the accomplishments yeah. that you do have already. And you just have like like so for those that are even twenty five to thirty, that's when people really start looking like, well, I don't have this yet. I don't have this yet. I need to have this. Just work in the way work work to get it. If you don't have it right now, your life isn't over. To be honest, it's just really beginning. Facts, facts, and that made me, that makes me think of something I heard before. Um, I I think it was on another podcast I was listening to, but they were saying like how your teenage years you feel like you know everything, right? Your your college years, early twenty years, you just know you know every fucking mm-hmm. thing. But when you hit that 30 or close to 30, you realize you don't know you don't shit. Know shit. You really don't. And like now you're really starting to figure out, okay, none of that shit I thought I knew makes any fucking mm-hmm. sense at None this of that point. shit I it thought I knew apply. was worth knowing. It wasn't worth <laughs> knowing. It doesn't apply to my current situation. Mm-hmm. I literally have to, okay, refigure, reconfigure every fucking thing yeah. I thought in life. And that's it. it uh, it is it is the reality. It's the realization that you come to once you hit that thirty. And let me just mention this. Mention it, friends. That society pressure is a bitch. It is because I don't know who came up with this idea that by a certain age you should have it all put together. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, I was a victim of that. I was. I ain't gonna lie. I'll be a victim of a lot of shit. I was a victim of it. I just knew at a certain age I had to do this, this, that, and the third. I did know that at 38, I was going to get married. I manifested that shit. I mm-hmm. talked about that shit. I said at 30. When, during, you did. During the year I'm 30, I'm going to be married. I'm going to be buying a house. I'm, I'm 30. I turned 31 in less than four, six months. Six months. Um, whatever fuck April is, okay? Well, that's six months away, y'all. I'm going to be 31. Mm-hmm. Damn, I just turned <laughs> fucking 30. Shit. See what I'm talking about? The realizations. Then I'm finna be 31 already. I just turned 30, y'all. But anyways, society pressure is such a bitch that we put so much pressure on ourselves, especially as women, because mm-hmm. we are women, that we have to have so many things in place and going on. And that's not fair. Yeah. And let's not even talk about having to have a family and a baby in yeah. a career. And let's not talk about too much still being able to being pressured to have so much mm-hmm. and then being pressured to be able to maintain all of it and some of us are forced to maintain it all on your own facts that's sad it is nobody want oh that it, it's not mm, y'all look we, it's like people be like oh you support. don't have this yet you need to you need to i be hate when i see people you need to ever have kids and i just be like she not even in a relationship yet. Right. So then that, you know, that, that stuff, that, that pressure on what it makes that person feels like, like, okay, they acknowledge her and get a man. And then you find, they find themselves in relationships that, that are beneficial and ain't shit because they feel like they have to live up to society's standard. Let me tell you this. The only standard that you have to live up to is the goals and expectations you set for your motherfucking self. Facts. That's it. Don't live up to what everybody else. live by them. Exactly. Because you'll find yourself... Um, lonely, depressed, and upset. Going crazy. And not going crazy. Going crazy. You are. And then you got to be in therapy. And hey, and I'm wrong with therapy because I'm a therapist. 
But then you fail yourself in therapy because you have tried to live up society standards. That's not realistic. That's not real, and that's not and the standard. It ain't even conducive. Look, to y'all, life. we talked about this last week, and I try not to go there. But at the end of the day, we black and we black women. It's society standard that's not even built for black people. It's not. It never so, was, and it never will be. You cannot reach standards or reach ceilings, reach heights that wasn't built for you. Or built by you. FUBU. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You can't. Like there's no possible way. Like we're already 400 years behind the game. I was telling. uh, Me and my husband and uh, his friend and his wife. We had went to go grab uh, food one day. And I was like. You want to know the messed up thing is. Is that where we truly want to be at in life. It's honestly what we're setting our kids up to actually have in their life mm-hmm. once they're here. It's like we have to, like, we're still breaking down barriers. Whereas, yeah. you know, some of us will be the first time home buyers. Mm-hmm. You know, where, and, and that'll be us starting our generational wealth for our kids. Absolutely. But you look at Susan and your thing you guys and your family have passed down this one house to six generations mm-hmm. so it's like don't don't allow society's pressures to to question you to doubt you because one you got to build your own expectations you got to build your own goals your own values because what society has built wasn't built for you anyway right that part because that's exactly what i was going to say society standards was made to count the black person out. Hello? It really was. They put these standards so high so that when you try to work towards it, you begin to feel defeated in Mm -hmm. the very beginning. And I think the moment and the minute we realize that as a society, people realize that, the easier things can be in life just for yourself as an individual. Not to meet these standards but just to meet your own standards like Dominique said like meet your set your standards and and, and meet them yourself mm-hmm. don't set standards based off what you feel like you should you have to be doing in life because guess what if we really be honest those standards don't meet don't equate to nobody but but white men but white hello them white hoes can't I'm sorry them white women can't can't even can't even meet their same standards yeah. The white they may be the before us, but they can't. They can barely meet them. It wasn't even built for them. But it wasn't. And just to piggyback off of like the whole idea of being grateful, like I'm not gonna even lie. I found myself like I like see like so many of my friends like having children. So many of my friends like you know you know not even just buying houses, but just buying investment properties in general. And I'm just like, oh my god, like when is my time gonna come? Like getting really down. And I found like when you when you even with just people around you, like whether it's society, you have to run your own race. Yep. But if you're constantly looking at how far ahead somebody is in front of you or what they picked up along the way, you don't even look back to see how far you've come in general. Like Absolutely. it prevents you from being grateful for all that you have and mm-hmm. all that you have accomplished. So that's one of the reasons why you have to set your own standards and your own expectations because if you judge a bit off what everybody else got and that's a and that's a discredit to God, to be honest, because you're ignoring the blessings that he has provided you this far. Yeah. And and where he's putting you. So just no. saying y'all. Absolutely. It's it's a it's a saying and I, I do not remember verbatim. <laughs> 
It's the joy stealer or something like yeah. that. I feel like they say the word thief in it. It's the thief of joy. That's I think that's, that's what right. it is. That's not right for you. Okay. Comparison is the thief of joy. I think I said that's right. Okay. Okay. Because cool. <laughs> I thought they said that word. And I literally just saw the other day. And it, and it always reminds me. Uh, every time I see it, it brings me back to a place. It, it humbles me. I'll mm-hmm. say that. Because... As a business owner, we're both business owners. Mm-hmm. Clearly, we got a whole podcast, but we have other individual business. And you often find yourself, there's especially if you are a new business owner or if you're just a business owner that you haven't reached where you really want to mm-hmm. reach yet, you find yourself comparing yourself to others who have made it, who ha- who appears. So, appears, and, and yeah. the, I use that keyword appears because you're the outside looking in on social right. media. So who appears to be more successful than you are not knowing that they may not be that successful. Right. Or they may be that successful, but what did they have to face? You don't to get know where there? they started. Right. And I'm not talking about celebrities. No. Who like had a one up because you was a sing a singer already and then you started a clothing company or a candle company or um a food company, whatever, because you already had the upper hand. Let's mm-hmm. let's just keep it hunting. But I'm talking about those other individuals who where you just don't know where they are. Right. You just don't know how they got there. And so comparing yourself to them only hinders you in your process. Yeah, and it makes you want to give up because you start yeah. thinking this. I'm not gonna be able. To, I'm not gonna be able to do this at all. Like exactly. I'm not gonna be able to meet these standards. I'm not gonna be able to do this X Y Z. So, and you give up before you even truly got started. Right. You started comparing. Absolutely. I mean, and and I can and just speak from my own experience. I've been in there. I've been down that road before. Mm-hmm. I see, and I'm like, oh my god, how they. They got this, I ain't even got this, and they just started, and I've been doing this for how many years, why I'm not here yet, blah, blah, blah. And then I literally had to look at myself one day and was like, maybe it's not either one or two things, or one of three things. Maybe it's not meant for me to even have this business all together, and I just did something out of a hobby that I tried to make work. Because mm-hmm. that, that happens too. Yeah. Maybe it's just not my time, because I need to, God wants me to do other things first. Right. Or... Maybe I'm just dragging my feet and not putting in that work that I need to because it just become overwhelming sometimes. And so that's why you got to stop comparing. All that comparison, no. Especially if you are business owners, small business owners. You have to stop comparing and just, like we said, be grateful for where you are now. Be grateful that you even started mm-hmm. that shit. Because that's hard. I remember I used to... uh I used to look at Bath and Body Works all the time. And I would be like, how the hell am I going to compete with they, with they candles? And they selling uh, 12 candles for $6. You know, and here my candles are starting at $16.50. But I had to realize, like, I can't compete because I'm not supposed to compete. Mm-hmm. One, I'm a small business owner. It's mm-hmm. just me Two, I cannot buy the amount of merchandise that they can to have those candles as low as they do in order to make a profit. And if we be in 100, because I love me the Bath and Body Work candle just like I love me a, a, a Her Aromas candles. Bath and Body Works candles 
before they put that shit on sale, ain't no cheap candle. No, it's not. It's not mm-hmm. a cheap candle. It's just the fact that, because if you want to look at the comparison of price, your candles still are technically cheaper yeah. than your candles, depending on your but size or whatever. Exactly. The only thing is, is that, so Bath and Body, because they buy it, and people have to understand this, when you buy in a high bulk, you yeah, get cheaper. stuff for a cheaper yeah, price. So, whereas Bath and, Bi- Bath and Body Works, let's just say they can sell of a fort. A sixteen dollar candle for four dollars. Understand? They probably only bought that candle for fifty cents. So when they sell it for fourteen fifty, they have probably doubled their profit by fourteen hundred percent of that candle, or they'd be like more like seven hundred percent. They've doubled that. They've doubled that profit. So I had to stop. I had to really key in and look like you're a small business owner. It's literally just you, and yeah. I'm I'm not just charging for a product. I'm charging for my testing. I'm charging for providing a safe product. Mm-hmm. I'm charging for my research. I'm charging because I made it. I'm charging because I cried about the shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like you you charge you 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 know you have to consider all those things into that. So I had to stop comparing, and that's just in y'all life in general. You have yeah. to stop comparing because you you have different steps. My business took different steps. Your life is going to take different steps from other people. Absolutely. You know, and you just really never know someone's story. And allow your struggle during this process to be your story. Yeah, absolutely. I think people get embarrassed by their struggle. But in reality, your struggle is who made you who you are. Hello, because Jay-Z don't got a problem selling that he sold crack. He showed down. <laughs> And look at that man, a billionaire. Hello? Probably a trillionaire at this fucking point. I don't know. I can't count his pockets too much unless he want to give me some money. You know? Right. Jay-Z, let me hold something. I ain't giving it back, though. Hope. <laughs> right. I ain't giving it back, though. I am not giving that shit back. But, yeah, no, it's comparison. You know, and even just comparison, just piggyback real quick on the business tip. I remember listening to someone, um on clubhouse when that shit was like really popular yeah clubhouse fell off <laughs> i don't i don't feel that shit no more but um uh, there was like um somebody said which made a lot of sense they was like if you find yourself comparing yourself to somebody who's in your target uh, who's in your, your the same business that the mm-hmm. industry that you're in you need to unfollow them mm-hmm. because it because now it's going to hinder you mm-hmm. on so many different levels because all you can think of is Damn, what they doing? They ain't doing what they what 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 X Y and Z. So you gotta stop doing that. And that, and so I say that to say that you gotta think about that in your personal life too. If you're friends with somebody, have a good relationship with somebody, whatever, and you find yourself envying them, mm-hmm. it may be time for you to step away for a bit. Yeah, and that's okay. Like I literally had somebody when I was in college. Uh, my freshman or sophomore year in college, that this girl I was really cool with, at least I thought. Um, and I would notice that she would always be, like, hanging out with this other girl we went to um, school with. And I would be like, why you always inviting her places, but you don't never invite me nowhere mm-hmm. And when I come back home? Because I wouldn't wait. I didn't go that far, but they were still at home. Right. And so, it had came out. You know, she basically told me one day, like, because I'm envious of you. Mm-hmm. Because you have your shit going on. You, you went away to college. You're doing what you're doing. Blah, blah, blah. So, I'm envious of that. And my man, I was like, bitch, what you envious about? Right, like, we friends. We friends. I ain't holding it. I'm not bragging about right. this shit. I'm not holding this over your head like, haha, you went to a community college and I went to a university. Mm-hmm. Hell, if I knew what I knew now, I probably would have went to a fucking community college. And then I'm going to tell you the rest of the two years. Exactly. They had two degrees in four years. Like, <laughs> 
come on, you know, but it it just shows how like people literally compare themselves mm-hmm. to other people and you may not even know that. And yeah. so then you're wondering like why they acting all weird? Why you acting weird, weird to me? me? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? On the other hand of that, like too, just to um to play devil's advocate for those that are comparing themselves to other people. Sometimes you don't always have to look at it as something that's bad, but looking at right. it as something that you can aspire and use as motivation. Absolutely. You know, ask or just ask that question, especially like if it's a friend. And let's just say maybe air like, quote. Right. Let's just say maybe like like just for you as example. Oh, you're in school. Okay, girl, but you're in school too. You get a bachelor. Okay, there's a way for you to get a bachelor too. Like, like don't look at this as a way because sometimes like that's you. Me putting you seeing me as an example of what you want to be, and you removing yourself of that is you removing yourself from the work that need that you need to do. Right. So, that's and that's true. in general. Like I found myself because me mentioned unfollowing people. I supposed to be going on this weight loss journey. So while I'm always going on a weight loss journey, supposed to be air quotes. Air but quotes. girl, I had mm-hmm. found myself. I was following all these weight loss people, and I'm watching all these people lose weight. I wasn't losing weight. I follow all the yeah. <laughs> I follow all of them, but I was like, damn, like I stopped following some of them back because I'm like, allow that to be like your inspiration. Mm-hmm. Like you, you unfollowed them because you're envious of them and because you're seeing them do something that you know you should be doing. Yeah. Not that you can't do. But that you should be doing. That's true. You know, and that's why you unfollowed them because it's like it's like having a silent accountability person. Yeah. Always near you. You're not really taking accountability for what you need to do. I unfollow all them now skinny wenches. Somebody's in a fee I was. I was. I was. I was. I was jealous, and like I was like, "Oh my god!" Like they're doing it, you know. But I also want to say this, y'all, because now that I think of it, because I said the phrase, "Oh my god, they're doing it." I can guarantee you that you're in a space in your life that someone else isn't, and I promise you, they're looking at you saying, "They're, they're doing, doing it." it. Yep. Yep. There's I always somebody you watching are. your every move. Yes, like and I. Your inspiration, you don't even know it. Exactly. Like when I was going through, like you know, starting my business and everything, you know, and I'm posting stuff and posting updates and stuff, and I had uh, this one lady buy from me, and she was like. The reason I bought for you was because, like, you posted your journey, and I just thought to myself, like, wow, she's doing it. And it just dawned on me, like, you don't think you're doing much, but somebody is looking at you saying, damn, you're doing it. And you're looking at somebody else saying, damn, they're doing it. So don't let them doing it or you're doing it stop you from doing your shit. Well, she said that shit. Period. Try to repeat that. You're going to be I can't. <laughs> I ain't gonna even try, y'all. Just press rewind. Rewind. <laughs> no, no, but that's true, though. Like, cause, like, even like, I was having a conversation recently, uh, a couple weeks ago, with a colleague of mine that I used to work with, and she was telling me, like, I just, me personally, I just be thinking I'm just living, like, doing what I gotta do mm-hmm. because I'm a planner. I put shit into place. I know what I want. 
I'm going to try to bring that shit to life and keep it moving. And she was telling me, we was having a conversation about her daughter. And her daughter wanted to move out. Um, like, she's like, sophomore in college or something. And she wanted to move out. And I was like, why is she moving out? She mm-hmm. needs to stay at home, stack that Trust bread. Me, stay at home, stack that Or whatever. Bread. And she was like, I tell, she was like, my daughter loves you. Like, she thinks you're a very smart woman. She's like, because I literally talk about you all the time and accomplish you made. Mm-hmm. Because I haven't made those like certain things like she hasn't done so she don't have a personal story to right. relate to her daughter to help her see it so she uses me as an example mm. all the time and she was like I'm sorry but I, I was like you know what no you're fine right if I can be a positive example to somebody else I'm mm-hmm. all for it and I was like tell your daughter that I said since she loves me so much yes, that I said she needs to sit her behind at home stack that bread mm-hmm and then move out when she's done with college. You're only a sophomore in college. Yeah. Like, move out once you graduated. And, and I would even say, move, uh, wait a little bit after you graduate. Hell, Hell, let me tell y'all something. I just told y'all I'm 30. I just moved out of my mama's house July 2021. Because why? I stacked that bread. Yes, it was certain things I, was, I had to deal with because I'm living in someone else's house. But it wasn't enough to be like... Oh my God, I can't fucking live here. I gotta fucking go in this. No, it was mm-hmm. like, okay, she's been a mom. I can deal right. with that. Let me go mind my business. If I wanna get away, I just go away for the weekend and come back. And you know, pivoting on to another topic that relates to that, y'all know that all these other coaches, Girl, they let their kids say stay in their home until, until they're they married. So. Okay. Black people, stop putting y'all kids out. That is some bullshit. Mm-hmm. If that ain't the most bullshit is bullshit I ain't never seen in my life. Now I say after 35, we're gonna have to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but yes, yeah, stop putting your kid and I can guarantee you, and this like you said, it's a topic for another conversation. I can guarantee no, you right now. your baby is not growing at 18. Your baby is Stop trying to put your 18. child at even if they think they're grown. They're not growing at twenty one. They're not growing at twenty one. They barely grown at twenty five. To be Facts. honest, your mind don't solidify till you about twenty six. Yep. That's so, too low. But let your allow your kids to develop. Okay, allow them to save. Most people put their kids out of their house because either they got put out their house mm-hmm. or they wanna they want their kids to struggle the way mm-hmm. they did, which is sad. But. Yep. Give your, give your kids a chance. Please do not put them out, out their house. I said, but my kids can stay with me as long as they want to. You can't stay with me not doing anything. Right. That's the, okay. that's the thing. You got to be going to school, working or working something. Working, starting a business. You have to be doing so. You have to have a plan. Mm-hmm. Okay? You can't just be be living with me. Because let's just be honest. When we do have kids, our kids are going to be unprivileged privileged black kids they are shit. it's not many kids that's gonna be there's not many kids that are that are born into marriage nope. or born that's not born out of wedlock right um that who, who families have homes who have good careers great backgrounds great support systems you don't see that all the time so unfortunately our our kids will end up being the kids that you gotta show the rust like this is where i came from mm-hmm. um but yeah, stop doing that to y'all kids. Y'all traumatizing. Y'all, yeah, y'all gotta say. I would never forget. I was still in college or right after grad school or something. I can't. I don't remember. That's too far back, y'all. But I never forget. My dad said I was like looking for. I was like, y'all buy me a uh, apartment or something. I said I was gonna give me an apartment or something like that. And I never forget. My daddy was talking to me and my sister. He was like, Why would y'all do that? Just 
stay with, he, he, he literally said, just stay with us. Stay with your, now mind you, my parents aren't married. So he's like, just stay with your parents until you're 30 and then go find, go buy you something. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, that's what my daddy said. Okay, cool. Uh, mind you, I live with my mama. So I'm like, I, either I'm going to have to run that by her or I'm going to have to go ahead and pack my beds yeah, and go move in with him. Right. Right. And so then, I never, I told my mama, I was like, yeah, my daddy said, uh, I could just live with you till I'm 30 and then I could move out and go do what I want to do because I could save money. My mom was like, okay, whatever. That's fine, right? So, I said all that to say, stop doing that to y'all kids. Like, that being said, stop trying to make them, stop trying to force them to grow up so fast. And if you let your fucking kids stay in your house, do not make them pay half of your rent. Woo! If that's the case, they can just move out. Woo! I got opinions about that. Yeah, yeah. They can. It's okay if you want to teach them to pay a bill. They should. They should be able to take care of their own. They should be able to take care of their, take care of their phone bills. Take care of their car insurance. Take care of their car notes. You know, and then help out with some bills around. If you fall short, yeah, they can. They can help out. But to make it a mandatory, that's not helping them save it's their not. money. It's not because I did the whole goal. The whole point of a child staying with their parents in their adult years is to save. I'm a, I personally, I'm a firm believer that if a child is still staying with their parents and they're working, they should not have to contribute to rent or mortgage. Now, they should have to contribute to household Some bills, bills yeah. because when that when that child is not there, those light bills, gas bill may be reduced because it's only one person right. u- utilizing mm-hmm. it. But now that it's two people or three people utilizing it, that bill increases. Exactly. But your mortgage and your rent ain't gonna change. It ain't. And if it does, guess what? That change regardless if it's another person mm-hmm. in that home or not. That is a fixed in- uh, expense. Exactly. And so I'm I'm very much so a firm believer of that. Like I have that conversation with my husband all the time. I'm not having my kids pay rent and and, and, and I'll say this if I had them pay quote unquote rent it's literally it literally would be money and I mean rent outside of like just household bills it would literally be be money that I'll be saving up for them them. so that when they leave here's here's your bread Mm -hmm. here's something you can put into your savings account and I'm not going to tell them that that's what that's for exactly because then they're going to be like I I know I got something waiting no Mm -hmm. this is a nice surprise here you go but know that in the real world, they ain't giving you your money back for rent. They you not. pay your rent. You, you pay, pay your rent, rent. You, you stay with the rent. And, but it's like, black people, we have to do better. Yes, y'all want y'all kids to be more grateful kids. for y'all. Y'all want y'all kids to be, and granted, they, they, and I, you know what else I hate? Y'all, this, I just realized this is a triggering topic for me. I hate when, 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 when parents, any parents, I don't care who you are, when they say that a kid should be grateful that they're here. Right, I ain't asked to be here. Right, I didn't tell you to bust it wide open and exactly. get pregnant. Like if you wanted, you could have went to the chop shop. If you, you be honest, and God would have reincarnated me. Especially, I I wouldn't even know. I honestly wouldn't have known to be honest. Exactly, and I like I hate. That's one of the most sayings I hate to hear people say that like, you should be grateful you've been here. No, you should be grateful I'm here because guess what? You technically benefit from me being exactly. here. Tax reasons. Let's talk about it. Link. Link, Medicare, Medicaid, shit, all that shit, whatever. Now, unless you like you living wage, money, then right. you ain't getting all that shit, but you do get taxes. So it's like, why put that burden on your child? Mm-hmm. Like, what? Put that burden on your child, and then the and then the idea of like uh, t- you being a parent 
saying like, oh, I take care of you. You're supposed to. Right. <laughs> that's not. That's you brought me into, into this, this world. world. Right. That's not. A, I'm not going. I'm. I am thankful that I don't have a deadbeat parent. Right. But for those that bring that up, it's like. You want me to reward you for wiping your ass? <laughs> like, like it's like that's what that's what's ex- that's kind of what it's like me coming around talking about some. But mom, I respect you. It's just, it's just supposed to do, right? It's it's, to especially if you're if you're a decent parent, you know, yeah. your, your your children's supposed to do. It's supposed to respect you. And we're not saying this as to like your your children should they have the right to be ungrateful. No, right. we're not saying that at all. We're not parents, so we don't know all those other parent parental struggles y'all go through. We're saying I throw it in but face. to throw it in your face, like oh, you should be grateful that I let you stay here. You should be grateful that. Um, I'm still here because other parents just believe in their kids. That's the dumbest shit known to man. Mm-hmm. When you decide to proceed with that birth, you made that decision as an adult that yeah. that's what you was going to do, that you was going to take care of this kid. So, no, it's not that they should be grateful that they're here. They should be grateful for the things that they get because, yeah, certain things they, they probably exactly. wouldn't be able to get depending on the circumstances or how y'all living. But don't tell the kid they should be grateful that they're here and alive. No. Cause that makes them, right, that makes them question, I should be grateful, so how do you feel about me being here? Exactly. If, really I, need to be gra- if I need to be grateful for my existence that... Because it comes you, off as you wish I wasn't here. Exactly. And if we being honest, you could have just swallowed. Have, just saying. Hello? It's, it was plenty of places to release and you chose inside. Y'all know yeah. how to go to the bathroom after yeah. y'all got sex. Foreheads, mouths in between the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Backs, butts. Thighs, thighs. Yeah, plenty of places. Okay. <laughs> Period. Mm. Anyway. Anyways. Be grateful. Bottom line. Grateful, grateful, grateful. As we are in this holiday season, just be grateful. Just, you know, look at the things you never even thought of. The small things. Mm-hmm. Because those small things that, that, all those small things count. Because it got you to where you are today. Right. So just pay homage to those small things. Acknowledge it. Right, shit. It's okay. Everything don't have to be grandiose. Like, it doesn't. It really don't. Just look at those small things like, damn. I actually did that shit. Or, damn, God really brought me through that. Or, mm-hmm. Buddha brought me, Allah, brought, whoever your person is. The universe, is. whatever it is. Right, the universe brought me through that. That's fine. Just be grateful. Acknowledge what you're grateful for and keep building on it. That's all I That's got all for y'all. Saying. That's all I got for y'all. But at the end of the day, y'all know what time it is. Follow us on all social media podcasts. Wait, I'm talking about all social media podcasts, First y'all. Of all, I've been drinking too much wine, y'all. Said, y'all know what time it is. I'm about to say flavor. flavor. <laughs> Clearly, we've been drinking a little too much. 
But y'all know what time it is. Follow us on all social media at Whammy Please Podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Anchor, Apple, Google. Spotify. Spotify. All that good shit. All that good shit. You know what it is. And like always, y'all, please remember to tell your mama, say your grandpappy tell. Grease, grease, grease. Everybody. Hey. Ball has school too. Hey, ball has school. Okay. Sorry. This is Thanksgiving. We are... You right. <laughs> we are not just a podcast for tea. So why me, please? Click, click, click.